Welcome to Tilth Talk Radio. Today we're going to run down our top 10 egg stories of 2022 as we wrap up the year that was. So with me today are Bill Schaumberg. Hey guys. Max Garvey. What's up everybody? Todd Schaumberg. Hey to all the Tilthies out there. And I'm Matt Bruger, all with Tilth Agronomy. So I heard yesterday that it's it was 90 degrees warmer yesterday than it was a week ago. Yeah, I was just going to say we gained at least 80 degrees. And when you count the wind chill, going yep. from like negative 40 to 40 something yesterday. So it, it was 50 on my truck at some point. It was weird because it didn't feel warm because it was so damp. Yeah, but the watching the moisture. snow melt, it was like it went. It was fat, you know. Fairly I did fast a bad for... job of plowing my driveway because it was so cold and windy, <laughs> and I was like, oh, "I'll get to it." I'm like after yesterday, I don't need to. Yeah, it's just kind of sweet. Yeah, it was weird hearing my downspouts like running I, quite a bit yesterday. No, as I went to bed last night, I'm like, "What is that noise?" You know, I'm like <laughs> yep. thinking, "Like, what is that?" I did the same. And like, <laughs> it's not raining, and then like, okay, yeah, there's a lot of snow on the road. Yeah, it, it all clicked at once. But yes, it was they they. There was a lot of snow on one part of the roof from how it drifted, kind of, and yeah, it yeah. was just it was pouring out. No, of I thought snow. it was raining at one point too because there was like a layer of ice on my deck, and I was in the basement and I look out the window, and it's just like dripping like crazy off the deck. I'm like, oh, is it actually like raining? But it wasn't. It was just, just melting smelt. that fast. The real mind blow was going to bed last night with snow. Like the last time I let the dogs out last yeah. night, there was snow, and this morning I got up, let the dogs out, no, no snow. snow. Other than the couple banks where I pl- where I plowed, and the dog, you could tell the dogs were like, "What is going on <laughs> out here? Where did that stuff go?" Todd, do you have to shovel for Scout? Yeah, little dogs are. Yeah, oh my little God. dogs I have to shovel for yeah. sure. Man. That sounds like so much work. You just Saturday? make little paths. For Friday, every time he went out, I, I had to shovel because it would like <laughs> drift the path where he just was, and I I'd rather do that than scrape frozen pee off my sidewalk fair enough so i yep i did push like snow at my house i pushed it back plenty far so there was a bunch of grass that was open so i guess they needed it but i don't really have you little get, dogs gotta get one of those like single stage looks like a broom almost snow thrower oh, yeah. things yeah. and you could just yep like the electric shovels yeah the power, right? shovel. yeah the power, power shovel power shovel and you could clear a nice little path for them. I get, get one of those, uh, if you're, you're weed whacker, I don't know what you run brand-wise, but like I know like Steel and Echo and some of those, they got a rubber wheel you can put on your weed whacker and just pushes everything oh, away. I got a Husqvarna. They, they, got, they got attachments for that. Really? Oh. And it's good for pushing rocks, which I guess you maybe don't worry about. But like, oh, you'll get rocks. Yeah, in if, you, if you get rocks like off the, the edge of your driveway. Yeah. Like we do it every spring it at my was grandma's. Really bad when the county decided or the town decided to put the pea gravel down. Yep. You know they first... did like ro- chip sealed the road deal. Yeah, like the pea gravel. Yeah. They, do, they... they do hot hot oil and yeah, then gravel, and then, and then you just run it down while the first. <laughs> yeah, three, there's three a lot months. of loose gravel that comes off that. Yeah. So she the first snow. Right. Where these guys, yeah, yeah. And they plow it the first time. Yeah, that and sucks. Yeah. We we made the mistake here at Tilth World headquarters putting down fresh gravel late this fall and the first the first push of snow I took in that area. You did a pretty good job though. We, uh, it wasn't I I felt the plow dig a little <laughs> bit there, so we'll have to clean that up in the spring, I think, but 
We did it at home too, so and it was kind of rough plowing that. But. It was probably better than what a tractor would have done. Yes, probably, probably. But now we don't have to worry about it because there's no snow anyway. Officially, Max, what is this? Is this what, what number winter? Are this we? is like what well, we just we had fourth fall. We just had first winter is was over last or like was last week was first winter. That was it. So this has got to well no that that would have been second winter because we had a good snow and it melted and we started over so that that would have been second, second winter. winter so this would be like fourth fall okay and <clears throat> what about first spring first spring has to come after the first of the year in my opinion <laughs> it's got to wait it has to come like well we'll have then this is last fall and first spring must come basically right the night of as most of people were just first. happy we had a white Christmas instead of a brown Christmas so. yeah. There's something magical about a white Christmas. It makes it. I think it makes all the difference in the world. Even if you had to fight the man-eating snowdrifts on the road to get anywhere right. on Christmas. I did notice a couple. You know, like some plowed fields made some neighbors' yards brown Christmas because of the wind we had. A L- little snurdy. Yeah, like a lot of snurdy. Yeah, driving around yesterday was a lot of brown snow. Yeah, but the winds were. 40, 50 mile an hour right, yeah, gusts. It was windy. Did, so, did you guys travel far for Christmas at all? Any of you? Todd didn't at all. No, I had Todd. Yeah, I Todd had, like, hosted. The easiest. Yeah. Yes. He just was, had to shovel his driveway. Right. Which terrible. Yeah. No, it was, it was <laughs> fine. Now my uncle hosted Christmas, and they had the skid steer like break down. That's usually what he uses no. to clear out his yard. So he had to like take a little snowblower and. Clear out his whole yard. And then it was mostly drifted by the time we got there after church for, for dinner. So it was like, oh, yeah, all right. We, we went all Friday. Nobody fri- got stuck, though. We did Friday for a Christmas party. Were you in Wasaki? That was Saturday. Okay. Friday night we went to a Christmas party in Freedom, and that was horrendous driving between Seymour and Freedom Friday night. The drifts were well over the hood. Well, we yeah. took Sierra's car cause, because. And uh, <laughs> the drifts were way taller than the car, like... It was pretty rough. And then Saturday, I had to drop my dogs off at my parents' house to go to Wasaki, and I thought, oh, driving to Wasaki is going to be just miserable. The worst 10 minutes of the whole drive was from Seymour, <laughs> and then the whole way to Wasaki until the last quarter mile when you get... Yeah, because it's so wide open on 141, right? Yeah, well, it's it's open in Green Bay, and so it could have drifted there, but you're in Green Bay, so... Like, pressure is huge and then as soon as you get north of green bay there's trees on both sides so it can't drift there's no wind so it was it was wonderful driving up there it was that was one of the better christmas drives i've had but cold cold i didn't have to make your freedom seymour drive till sunday yeah and by then it was it was fine it was by sunday because we we sunday morning stopped at our house before we went to my parents for christmas and it was not the night the Saturday when we drove to my parents' house, I was like, holy smokes. I don't know if we're going to make it. Like, I had my truck and four-wheel drive and everything. Like, I was like, wow, this is ter-. But I took took the world-famous ranch road over here, and oh, that, yeah. was, <laughs> that, that was, was a fatal mistake. <laughs> That's were, the opposite. Like, trees open, trees tree, open, right. driveway. We're going to have clear and then just this huge yeah, drift. You, and Maybe people listening are going to have no idea what I'm talking about, but I got through the swamp there by the ranch. Yep. Oh my God! I just about I almost plowed her right into the buffalo pasture because I was like <laughs> big old drifts. Oh, it was it was pretty rough, and they were going at it with a road grader, and they were like 
hitting it and backing up and hitting it. I mean, it was too much for a road grader. Like, that's, <laughs> I was like, Jesus. Yeah, French Road was bad Saturday. Oh, yeah. Because you get well, you, the hills. So hilly. Yep. And then, so coming over the hill by the old schoolhouse, you don't see it, and all of a sudden you're hitting it. <laughs> and you're like, ah, oh, okay, all right, almost pull you in the ditch. And by Christensen's, that was really, that's that bad. was one lane pretty much all shut down because the drift was probably above it, your truck. Yeah. That's what it was, made it difficult. It was like, Usually the the west lane was basically closed in a way, yeah. so you kind of yep. had to watch for traffic. Traffic as you're going, yeah. The the tilt agronomy world headquarters claimed a victim Monday morning. There was a. I came here to plow okay. Monday morning, and I couldn't <laughs> get in the driveway. <laughs> you said you didn't have your four wheel drive on either. I didn't when I started, and then I turned it on, and by then it was you were already it was a little late. too late. Yeah. But the drift, if I the drift probably was to the middle of my grill or be, or better. I mean, it was a pretty good one. So, but. To your defense, when I came a few minutes later to pull you out, I just sat in spin. Yeah. Like, it was just icy underneath, so... Sure, you couldn't get It wasn't like you got any and traction once you got into that drift. And I was... I thought about it. I, if I would have got a running start, I mean, it would have been okay. But the first time I hit that with the plow, that was hard. So I'm kind of glad I didn't do that because I probably would have broke something. Because I hit it with the plow, you know going yeah. Mach 10, so and it was it, hard. Yeah. It I dead stopped. I was like, whoop, don't do that again. So What's funny is yesterday, and I don't know why they were doing it, I was down kind of by Marquezan, and there was a road grader that got stuck in the ditch. <laughs> nice. I was like, what are you even doing? This is all going to melt. Like, why are you bothering? Right. But it, he, got, he had gotten just far enough over that his tires were, like, digging up gravel, Ooh. and he couldn't, couldn't get going. Then I saw a snowplow go the other way. I'm like... There's nothing I'm going to do to help this guy. Like, he needs a bigger piece of equipment to pull him out, not a... You know what we could do a story on is the snow choppers they use and compare them to a corn chopper. Have you ever watched the snow choppers in Kikana go? Have you ever seen that or not? I don't know what you're talking about. So in Kikana, because they have no room to push snow, they'll push it all to the middle of the road, like the middle of the traffic... And they go like in the middle of the night. They go with a snow chopper. Like it's a, literally like a chopper, like a snow blower. Yeah, and they chop it into or blow it into into dump trucks and haul it away. But it's it literally looks like someone chopping a row of alfalfa, like sure. a windrow, except for it's big, white, and frozen. My kids had a Mighty Machines video years ago, and they it was like. Uh, produced in Canada, like it was just the, yep. all the, like steel and trains and just a bunch and one was snow removal and they do must do that in a lot in canada because that was a big thing like pushing it all to the middle and then i was watching a video the other day of <clears throat> there was like a double snow blower on the back of a tractor Ooh. so it was like a you know big not not really a v but more of a u and then it had two spouts and two big fans and it would go and yeah you could blow it in Ooh, both, both directions ways? yeah wow it, could you choose which, you know, I want to go this way and then that way? I'm assuming, yeah, there's there two spout controls, yeah. but yeah. I like watching the train, the, the snow yeah. removal train. That yeah, thing is cool. crazy. The train with the huge plow on the front, and it's just all, well, all it is is just a big cloud of white, but it's, I think. Could you imagine cool. hitting some of them drifts with that, like with a freight train? Yeah, wild. All right, let's get into. Our year in review for 2022 as we sit here in the, the last few day, couple days here of, of the year. So our top three downloaded episodes this year. Oh, drum roll, Max. Were 
Uh, two of them were in our micromanaging your micro series. We had micromanaging your micros boron and calcium and magnesium episodes one nineteen and one twenty one. Were two. Can't believe boron got got up there like boron. Hey, it's a big deal for those corn warrior guys. Yeah, no bor- boron. I, is... I can see that way. It's more of just like just the, the way boron's like a hot button. Yeah. Like oh, you, yeah. you start talking about boron, you instantly have clicks, views, listens, whatever. <laughs> Was that what this is just clickbait? Like it, is that what if you're you like, fo- like what I see on like Twitter and some of that stuff, like boron is is hot right now. Yeah, it's the next new frontier. You know, zinc was big for a while. Now it's oh, yeah, look, I've moved into boron. The downloads prove it. Bill, Bill, shout out to you. That was your idea was for the micros series, I nice. believe. Right? Sure. That was like <laughs> sure, that was sure. Like Forty Nobody episodes. That to... was like almost a year ago. Those were early in the year, and like, yeah, it was kind of nice because we just went kind of down the list of them and did certain ones, group some like the calcium magnesium. Yeah, it made didn't sense. Didn't make sense to do like one episode on selenium right, would have yeah. been brutal. <laughs> so yeah, Max, we kinda... I think you had one of those. Like... I had chlorine and molybdenum, yeah. and that was still brutal. Though, like those two together was still pretty brutal. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> chlorine and molybdenum would be uh, not your top. Hey, that was not in the top downloads. What we Max. what we talked about it on that episode, and we said if somebody asks you about this, they got way more problems than molybdenum. <laughs> Well, guess what? You, you I had a planning session this winter, and molybdenum was brought up. And I said, I think we got bigger problems than molybdenum. I think we got some other things we got to work on before we worry about our molybdenum uptake. So there you go. I, yes, you, you jinxed heard. me. Thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> and then, dude, where are my crops was our other rounded out the top three there. In that one, we discussed commodities. What happens after it leaves the farm? And, you know, obviously with commodity prices dancing around, hitting some, some big numbers this year, I think that drew some interest. In. So we didn't talk sports in the open, but I saw a meme yesterday. It was, dude, where's my car? And it was Devontae and, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, and, like and Derek, Derek Carr because he nice. got benched. I, I would like to just say as I'm looking at this, uh, the guy who names all these should get a raise. Yes. So. Well, he's not getting paid, so <laughs> zero, to zero, zero times zero. anything is still zero. Yes. I agree. He should be getting paid twenty we, times what he is right now for naming. We've these. got like I've gotten legit like questions, compliments for Matt for naming them because like people will be like, "Who names these?" Like I listen just because of like I want to know what the heck they're even in talking about what they're doing. Some of them are heaters, and others are just you know role players, but they're still always is better than. Episode 126, boron. You know, episode 131, crops and what happens to them after you harvest. Like, it's always it's always better than that. Here's the other part is, like, Matt's been throwing heat since, like, episode one. So I thought yeah. by episode, you know, 165, it'd start to get where it'd be like, ah, oh, what are we going to name this? What's the... And, the, like... He, Matt's still throwing heat on these. Like, but you, this is... you've known Matt forever, so this <laughs> doesn't surprise you at all. No, no. Like, like this is just this is Matt's wheelhouse. It it has gotten rougher though. I tell you, it, this <laughs> takes deep, longer. This than... deep, it's like ah oh, oh, crap. All right, what do we do? Uh, you could reuse some, and people would not know Matt. That would be no. They agree. Said some. Sometimes you guys inspire them. You know your topics and or things you say. Like Bill, I think you got to get to got to get the poop out. Something you said. <laughs> 
and that that was an episode name or or Max. Yeah, one of you guys said that. So gotta get the poop out. That's an ode to one of our farmers. So. Yep. <laughs> that's yeah. We, neither Bill or I could take credit for that one. That's uh, yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. We, we draw inspiration from all angles wherever we can find it. Yes, I know we gave a shout out last week to an associate that Todd and I know very well, and he texted us and said, "I'm sure you'll find a way to mock us." He worked for works for Christian Hansen or Chris Hansen, and you know the Catch Predator guy. Just gotta throw that out there again. Use it before the the merger is fully complete. Because yeah, I still haven't come up with a good Novozymes way of making fun of him, but I'll, I'll find something. Oh, you'll get there. You got plenty of time. He's he's waiting. <laughs> I'm he's, sure he is. He's waiting for you to just throw him one. Because he'll give it back, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, he and I exchange memes fairly often. So he's, he, he and I both get created some good ones. or ones you've. Both, uh, like okay, okay. existing yeah. ones and one, yeah. Yeah, ones I've like made. You up. see a good one come in. And, yeah. I don't know this person that well. I know what you're talking about, but I don't know him that well. But I'm friends with him on Facebook, and he's. He's quick with it. He's, yeah, he's quick with it. Facebook. Yeah. He's 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 funny. Yeah. He belongs on yeah. Twitter. That's the only thing I got. Like he <laughs> his, belongs on Twitter. His poor wife, though. His, his <laughs> yes. poor wife. He would admit that. <laughs> All right. Let's hit the top ten egg stories for the year. We've got number ten rolling in. Todd, what is, what's number ten? For number us? ten for this year. I I, I want to start by saying twenty twenty two is going to go down as just one of those like. Mad plus years or something like what did you say? Mad plus, mad plus. Like it was not like I don't know what the deal with 2022 of finding the top stories was, but is that a new streaming service? Mad Mad plus. It's just like meh. It's like everything else that's not on anybody else's streaming service. Here you go. It wasn't a bad year, but you're not sitting here going like that is quite the take. Think of where we came off of. Oh, I agree. Like Uh, COVID. Like we 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 needed a meh. No, this was supposed to be the roaring twenties, Bill. Like (laughs) I I yeah. You bringing back flappers? Yes. When they talk about it's gonna be when they talk about it, it's gonna be the draw to eighty five. The the flood the flood, flood of, of 19. nineteen and the meh of twenty two, meh plus like both we've we've done this now for two years in a row of like coming up with this top ten and I swear to you both year last two years it was like the list wrote itself this year it did not write itself and it was even hard to rank them like everything was just like the same you know you're like oh that that happened yeah it was it was just that yeah. kind of I year. mean there were some interesting things that happened this year. That, you know, but nothing will be like we're, but nothing was, yeah, groundbreaking. Like, well, or, and like even two years ago, remember when they got those random seeds in the mail? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like that was number like four story that year. And it yeah, was the, the weirdest the, thing. The giant like, fertilizer plant explosion. Uh, yeah. Like, like the Duraco. The Duraco. Oh, yeah, the oh man, Duraco. Yeah. Like, all of those things would have made like number one this year. That's what's weird about 22 is it's like, it wasn't a bad year. It was fine. Like, it so was so this list is the Mariko <laughs> yeah. of, yes. of the podcast. Like, not, now go, prepare not to be blown away, I was say, now but I'm slightly just, displaced yeah. from where you're standing. Slightly not blown away, slightly <laughs> displaced. Stiff breeze. <sighs> Your hair I, might get tussled a little bit. I don't know. All right. Now that everybody's anxiously waiting these. Right. Uh, now that we've really built of, this up yes. in, into the powerhouse good. list that it is. Everyone's turning it is off still right the now. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. They just All said, right, this we'll is meh. Check these guys out again next year. Thanks for the memories. 
Number 10 coming in is the Kinsey brings a new planter that does high speeds for small fields. So it was like a six row high speed planter, which is, was just kind of wild to us of like, it, it made but, some sense. But, but yeah, not was, surprising that it's the afterthought of like, yeah, we got the 24, 42 row, you know, high speed planters now. I guess we could stick it on our six row. For those guys that buy six-row planters. Right. So it can go up to 12 and a half mi- or 12 miles per hour. It's going to be ready for 2023. And, yeah, you can get it in, like, a six-row or eight-row configuration. So what we thought was cool is, like, for our smaller farmers, like, it could, you know, that could work. Even a six-row. You don't have to have the folding mechanism then, and you can still go I, fast. So. I actually have a couple of the perfect farms in mind for this that, like, ha- need, should have a 12-row to get it done in time. But this would be a lot nicer for their fields. I like. Yep. Think of those like five, six acre just fields in the back or wherever they are. Like weird shaped. Yeah. Like I've got a farm that's got a twenty four row that and a sixteen row, and it doesn't match this. But like the sixteen row does the small fields, and the twenty four row does the big fields. Like just because that twenty four row is so bulky and so big, like we need something smaller that you're not always folding. Right, this is perfect. I do. We do know with high speeds, like, yeah, it says twelve mile an hour, but probably pushing it to eight, and it'll. I don't want to say the top. It just depends on field conditions, all that. But very, very cool new release to go. But even eight down. when you're normally planting at five is oh, it would be way insane. Different. Yeah, and like you said, Max is for them to instead of going to a twelve row, if they could go a little faster, would kind of solve that. So number nine. Corteva launches Vorseed. So this fall... Is it Vorseed? <laughs> it's for the seed, yes. The Vorseed basically was kind of a new trait package. Um, next generation rootworm tech. So it's got three modes of action for like insect protection. And then there's four modes of action for herbicide. 2,4-D glyphosate glufonisate and fop herbicide so it was kind of a interesting new vorseed we yeah we kind of like the name is, is who it, could have foreseen them coming out with vorseed is it for silage or vorseed <laughs> sorry i got i had to get my pun in there but yeah rnai technology something we've been hearing a lot about lately making its way into the egg side and you know as we're going to talk about later rootworm issues are out there so yes so the technology is coming at potentially a good time for that and we're seeing i don't know what you guys are seeing where you're having vor seed come on but it's in some of the bmr hybrids i believe or no that's bovalta i'm getting them all mixed up oh my gosh how could you make that mistake it's rookie move yeah but no like i don't know that i'll have much vor seed then next year but we'll see i'm I'm sure they'll be out there, and maybe we'll get some in, get some in the uh, fantasy trials next year. All right, number eight is the first solar-powered central pivot system launched in Nebraska, and I believe Matt, you found this story. Yep, I think this was was one I in an episode I wrote, and yeah, so kind of cool. Normally, it's based on the electrical grid or, you know, a diesel engine running your pivot. This was a way of, you know, maybe not all constantly like total power, but at least partially powering your, 
your pivot system because the biggest problem with being on the electrical grid is you get controlled and usually when you get controlled is when you want to run the pivot because it's hot people are running the air conditioners and so um it's a way to help kind of get around that and yeah i mean lifespan on the panels are 20 to 30 years so i think they say usually the payback on solar is like 10 ish years so i mean should pay for itself and in that way. I'm not a huge like solar farm ad kid or anything, but this has to be better than Dryland Corners, right? Like this has That's, there's no way it's not. If you listen back to the episode two, we joked of like it would it take half the field of solar to to you know, and, and there was some of that, but like Max is hundred percent right of like if you could utilize the dryland corners of a pivot, put these on there, you know, there there could be a way to do it. I, I know it did say it takes, a, and we know that to run the well pump takes a lot of energy. Yeah. So that was one struggle is they could get enough of these up to run the towers pretty easily. It was just getting enough power to run that well pump. So, yeah, and, and there too is do you have, you know, a bunch of batteries underneath or anything like that? But a lot of times you could be, you know, when the sun's out, you could be running the pivot. Right. If it's cloudy and raining, you're probably not running you, the pivot. Yeah, right. You so. just, I mean, but, a lot of them. Run, well, a lot yeah. of them run at night, which is nice. But let's but. think about it too. Like, it, all this technology starts somewhere, right? And then it eventually progresses to the point where, once it gets integrated, like the the panels might be more efficient, the batteries might be better. Like all those things progress. So the first one is going to be very cost ineffective, probably. But yeah, I mean, as far as uses for solar, this seems like a pretty good use for that technology as compared to just taking a field out of production and making a solar farm, so. All right, number seven. Down to number seven, Maverick Corn Herbicide set to debut in 2023. Missed it by this much. You know, because Top Gun Maverick came out this year, mm-hmm. and it totally could have been a whole, like, marketing package right there like see the new maverick in theaters and think, use maverick in your cornfield think how many people googled maverick release or maverick Ooh. opening Ooh. yeah and got yeah. they probably got and, some free and, advertising out of that and would have got like a herbicide and been yes that's like who's valent is he the bad guy in this like what's going on <laughs> they got confused some people were when they got to the theaters <laughs> what does it look like clopyrrolid mesotrion and pyroxysulfone what is this water hemp Valent. We they totally should, could be a they should make a movie though. where the sprayer like comes in hot, just like spraying down weeds, like a spray, like a plane sprayer. Yeah, yeah, yep, coming in that would be with danger, danger zone. Because we said that's I think by uh, by label a requirement of spraying Maverick is yes. you have to have danger, danger zone, zone in the cr- in, in, in the, the cab. cab. Yeah, which you'll get old after the first thousand acres, I'm sure, but <laughs> or the first time you play it, yeah, or the after the first the first full playthrough. That's actually reminds me of a, a meme that I exchanged with the gentleman we were talking about before. It was Kenny Loggins released a Christmas album, and I was very disappointed to learn it was called December and not Highway to the Manger Zone. Highway to the Manger Zone? Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Kenny Loggins. <laughs> was that his first, first single on that, Highway to the Manger Zone? It should have been. Manger Zone. I and I I I didn't take the time because it was a meme to look up and see if like that came out before Danger Zone or if that was 
after like, or you know where you see you humming that in church man during like to the manger zone what's the name of the robot that pushes the feet up in the Laylee's robot oh the, yeah um, in the manger zone like oh there's one for sale in Seymour right now like gotten marketplace yeah nice. I was just looking at it yesterday <laughs> I didn't know we're selling those at marketplace now that's great heck yeah I don't uh, sell anything in marketplace but those are yeah those are sweet. The, the vector is that the no no no. It's like a. I want to say it's like an old like philosopher's name the, or something like that. The milker is the astronaut, and then yeah, it's got to be something with that. There's like vector and Juno. 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 There you yeah, go. Yep. Juno. 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 The name of that? I I do not. Oh boy! All right. Yeah. Just a maverick. Is a very cool new like basically adding Zidua to our corn premixes that we kind of haven't done yet. Going to be a really neat new premix that kind of for twenty twenty three be another tool in the toolbox. So I don't know if any do you any guys have any planned already for twenty three? I have none. No, yeah, not. not. Nope. All right, but yeah, so we'll have to with a maverick. You can't plan for it. <laughs> you, just, you just do it. You just, I like that. Like you're gonna have something else planned, and then <laughs> we're bringing like, in a maverick. maverick. <laughs> like we're calling an audible out there. And just yes, need to fly the tower. Call in maverick. <laughs> yep. It's also a requirement if you're spraying it through a plane is you have to buzz the tower every time. That's sorry, not fly the tower, <laughs> buzz the tower. I think if if we do, yeah, call, we have to be weird to the co-op about calling in the like. Just have very, like, have like the. Playing in the background as you're making the call. Yeah. Why is your radio so loud? We got a big weed problem out here. It's necessary. We need Maverick. We need we need a Maverick. We need Maverick. We're out of supply already. Oh no! You're gonna have to guess. Go. Hopefully they'll come up with an Ice Man then. Call Goose. Oh no! No! Too soon! Too soon! Goose. All right, number six on the list. High costs of fertilizer and inputs. Kind of was throughout. We had enough. We had episode 133, episode 165. It was kind of an up and down year, though. It wasn't always high. There was some times we did have actually some, you know, where it was. Okay, it was always high. It, yeah, it was always high, but it, like, but it went up and it down. It didn't go down when we thought it was going to go down. Yeah, correct. It went down later. Later. And then it, like, now is dropping again in ways. So it's was so, kind of just this, more so it wasn't even the fertilizer. We kind of knew even last year there was a lot of news about fertilizer. It was the input side of seed being more costly, especially this fall. Some of the herbicides kind of being more pricey. It was just like an in general higher price. Like So if you, so if it hadn't dropped like into fall and now it seems like now it's kind of really dropping, would this be higher in the rankings if it still I, was high? No, I think you're right. Like, it would have held We've, in that 2-3 zone yeah, instead right. of 6. We already forgot about that it was high, right. so we're moving on. Right. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Short, short-term memory, right? Short-term memory. Got to have it sometime. It also, I think, was a bigger story. Like, in 2021, it was a big story, so I think we're just sort of numb to it a little bit in this year. Like, we... Knew it was coming and like well, and yields were good and price yeah. was good, so the like 
it sucks that they're high, but the money is still there to cover that. Well, right. and there were there were deals to be found, but they were really dependent on a lot of factors. Yes, like it wasn't there was no easy button to find a deal. It was you had to be able to work, work for it. For it, and, yeah. I, and that's still true today. Yeah, you know, even the prices are coming down. You still got to work to get that right deal, like Matt said. But so. I remember talking about these high prices, and then you referenced the sale on ILK wasn't much before that. Right. Right. That we were talking about before, how cheap it really. was. Right. All right. Number five. 2022 planting later than usual. So back to May, May 19th, episode 134. Talked a lot about just corn pace, bean pace, kind of behind normal. Yeah, we had like one... One week in May, where a fair amount of corn did get planted, and then it like turned right off again. Like it was warm enough, the soils were warming up. Like, all right, here's our window, and that kind of even messed with the stuff that did get planted it, in that window. It would have been like right around when we recorded this episode about how slow planting was, and we just pounded seventy five percent of our acres in in three days. Right, right. And then we had that weird cold spell after, and, and, it, was, and it was up. Yeah. In less than a week, too. Yes. Which is unusual in May. Because we had like, that really hot spell. Right, it was before. really warm. It yeah. wasn't like, did it hit 90 in May? Or am I having yeah. a fever dream? It might have, but it was it was ridiculously warm either way. Because, yeah, the corn that went in, I had corn that came up in six days that week. Like, it, it, was, it was... I know I was shooting soil temps, and they were in the 120s, 130s, and I remember being like, this is re- surface temps, obviously, being like, holy smokes, this is warm for May. Right. For, for what we normally see, but yeah, then it shut right down again for a little while, and so yeah, it was a weird spring, like, we had a cold spring last year, this year, it was like cold, then super warm, then cold again, and it was just, yeah. We did have a lot talking about GDUs, and we talk about GDUs every year, but this year it was a lot of, like, the line was almost on normal. It would go above and below normal slightly, but it basically was on right. normal, on average it was normal is, but yeah right which is weird to but we had a temperature roller coaster yes. throughout the year pretty much like we'd get a, a warm week or two and then it would get cool and yeah max you're not wrong green bay airport weather station reports that friday the 13th may 13th of friday 92 degrees yeah, yeah. yep and thursday the 12th and then like we had that drop off down I, into the i don't have to look like, but 50s. if I bet you if I checked my notes from this year, May 13th to the 15th, like 80% of the corn just was, just pl- was planted, just, just driven hammered in. Hammered it in. I think you're right. Yeah, it was a a very weird spring. It also really screwed with the, the winter cereals and first crop alfalfa when it got super warm for a couple of days. Like it was. Yeah, wheat made a lot of progress in that little bit of time. Because it seemed like wheat headed out early, but the harvest wasn't any really all that early. No, right? No, wheat, wheat, and like winter trit, winter rye all headed out on at like the same time, which is not not usually they're like five days between trit and rye, and then another five days between rye and wheat, and it was like okay, everything's headed out at once. So yeah, all right, number four. 2023, so next year, 
is going to be the year of the rootworm. Corn, be- corn root and beetles, so t- the 2022 problem is the beetles causing problems for this year's corn and next year's corn. So Beetle mania. Yeah, so it's kind of a look ahead a little bit, but basically a big story for this year was we did see a lot of rootworm as well, but even just the amount of beetles that are out there too that kind of forecast for next year is going to be just... We had the... Uh, Matt had the list of the fab and not so fab four of 2022, and that was on that list of with Japanese beetles and cornroot beetles were the not so fab, and just the amount we saw, you know, Max especially said, you know, southern Wisconsin, you found a lot down that way. Yep. And throughout the Midwest, they were a problem. In certain areas, they aren't going to be a problem for 23, but it, I, I think it'll still be a pretty. I think we've all seen individual fields with issues. Yeah. And so the idea of having worse pressure is not great. Just remembering what it's like on those occasions when you either didn't, the farm didn't want to pay for the genetics or, you know, protection underground, or you just had one really bad field that you let go of corn on corn a little bit too long. So, yeah, there's potential for some bad days ahead, but... Three years of corn, one year of beans, three more years of corn. I rotate. Yeah. yeah that's good. <laughs> I rotated. Yeah. yeah. Once. That's the, that's, I think, part of the issue. Once in seven years. Like, I rotate. I rotate crops. Do you, though? Yep. Do you? I think we should, this will be a problem for future us. Like, we, <laughs> yes. should, uh, we no. should sit here and. No, like, no, no. <laughs> fast forward to a year from now. Will this be number three, number 10, number one? Not on the list. Like, I'll be curious to see how next summer does go to see if this goes higher or lower or isn't a problem. I think with my main area being a little bit further south than you guys, I'm a year ahead of you on this. Like, this has already been a big part of planning for this coming year. You guys probably next year, I think, will be about where I am. Like, you know what I mean? I'm just that little bit further south in my core area, and it's a little bit bigger of an issue, I guess. I wouldn't be surprised if next year at this time you guys are doing the planning that I was doing this year, and I'm moving on because we're going to whip it in one year. I can feel it. We're going to have a good year. It's going to be a one-shot deal. They will never be heard from again. <laughs> the, the one thing is I always blows me with insect populations in general, and we know this back from you know entomology classes where you know they'll peak and then crash. It's cyclical, cyclical, yeah. Yeah, yep. big time. And so like that's what's it. Like, Are we at the... Are we at the top this year, Bill, or not? I I kind of think we're not quite that it you know we're gonna have next year's will be the bad year because right. the eggs are late and then hopefully it will crash it, after that. But. And it's it's totally our fault too because we get lazy and we cut corners when you know we we handle the population it crashes and then for a couple of years you know we don't use traits we don't pay attention to it as much and then it builds, builds again bad. like it's yeah. it's it's kind of or like you said Matt the biggest fight or the best is rotate but there is some that you know some of these beetles have figured out ways around the rotation well, it, with extended diapause and well and depending uh, on the farm and their acreage i mean you could rot you could try to rotate but sometimes you just right, can't you for can. so long yeah. and a, a straight corn bean rotation doesn't seem like that's quite enough anymore you right. need like around here yeah mix it in four years of alfalfa awesome like that mm-hmm. seems to do it but Corn bean, corn bean, corn bean for 10 years doesn't seem like At least throw some wheat or something in there once in a while just to get it. A a two-year break. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't seem like corn bean straight is quite getting her done yet, so. 
Other big news for you is number three, Max. Big year for me. Big news. This is like changed Max's like May. Um, <laughs> I don't. Not really, but okay. <laughs> number three, John Deere Bush Light Can. So that yeah, it was just a very cool collaboration. Of, I just had to match my outfits of, with green instead of blue for a little while. <laughs> yeah, could you drink out of the green can? Was it weird? Uh-huh. Did it taste different? Was I this did like a left better. and right Twix? Does it I taste it different? Better. I tried to do lots of uh, comparisons and studies, studies, side by side studies, and <laughs> just. So is this like? Do you reason? think this is a thing now? Like we had the corn can, now we got the tractor can. Do you think like, next year it's going to be, a, gonna be a, a poop tanker can? And yeah, <laughs> something. The Hooli can. The Hooli can. I don't know if it was gonna, be, that's going to be as popular. Bazooka, bazooka Farm Star can. Uh, I'll probably little, drink it no matter what can they put it in, honestly. Right. So, but I got to think that sales went up just from slapping that. Oh yeah, I, well, we, I just think of any John Deere right. guy you know was just out there. We went like we went to a DBA thing. Uh, it was Derek and Jake Shue and I, and for, for the Packer game, like that a tailgate thing, and somebody sponsored the beer, and they specifically like sponsored it with the. John Deere Bush was it Light Eastern can. Schnell? No, it was not. Okay, it was. Like, I, I, I can't remember the guy's name, so I'd give him a shout out, but I I can't remember the name. I I happened to be talking to him when they ran out, and he like he's like, oh yeah, let's get some more out here, and and they like were out of the Bush Light John Deere cans, and he's like, uh, uh, no, I'm no. so sorry, guys. Like I'll like they replaced it with a different beer, but he was like apologizing to everyone that they were out of the John Deere cans. I can't say when the co- the John Deere ones. I bought plenty of. I mean, I, <laughs> I I did my fair share. The corn cans, they did the corn aluminum like bottles. Oh, I bought so many of those, oh, and those are more expensive. And I still was like, God, I have the aluminum bottle, and it gets <laughs> so warm. Like it's, it's it's a very poor design, but I did it because it was corn. You, so you wonder with it be you know, and it's corn. All farmers like it, but being John Deere, sure. Like if the case guys. You know, obviously... Yeah, like, well, Case they, IH invest this right. year. Right. Are they going to look at... I mean, and, like, if you're, like, a Balwig implement down south, like, were you giving out cases when somebody bought a tractor? Like, I think I in mean, some I, cases I, I did hear of, of places like some, giving... Yeah. yeah. Like so so does, John, does Case have to sponsor the Apple? Because that's a red can, right? Ooh, Bush uh, Apple. Apple. Yeah. Nah, Case will probably sponsor, like, Miller Lite or something. <laughs> that would be different. How much do you think we have to pay to get a Tilf can? A lot. More than the podcast makes, I think. <laughs> well, that's not hard. <laughs> Again, zero <laughs> times, times a million anything is still zero. We could yeah. maybe get on like a hams can or like a... Hey, <laughs> I'd be all for it. Yeah. Schlitz? Do we yeah. Schlitz? PBR. You know, if I if I don't have bush light at my disposal, hams is, is not far down the list. When, the- when planting your corn, make sure you got a good open Schlitz for the seed to fall into and then cover <laughs> it. Cover. Yeah, this the and I don't. Are you guys seeing any of these cases laying around? Like it was available from May sixteenth to July third. I feel like I ha- someone's probably got a strategic supply. Oh, of I'm it. not saying that. I'm saying but like yeah, in, in the, the store. No, like no. It, it was no. But I did see people that were getting regular cases. They looked like regular cases, and the cans were still the tractor cans. Nuh-uh. Yeah. Well, I'm on some Bush Light Facebook pages, so that'd, like I don't I don't miss much of the Bush Light world. The ca- you know, right? Like thinking a, you're gonna get the regular. I suppose ones they ran out of the cardboard before the aluminum part, and they maybe just yeah. chuck those cans in there. COVID supply chain, you know, you never know. That what's had to happen. be fake, man. No, that's no. awesome. 
That's Nothing on the internet is fake. I vote because I had a case this year that was the camel cans in a regular box. Wow! So I like it happens. That, I didn't know they could do that. I'd yeah, it like, happens. It'd just be like a fun it, surprise. I think, like you said, it's just yeah, the leftovers well, no, thing. Like, if, oh, you're a, if you're a case guy and you bought the the blue, regular ones, yeah, the blue case, like ah, oh, they're all crappy green. Oh. Yeah, I feel like those guys probably would have dumped it out. Yeah, I, saw, I did see a bunch of TikToks of case guys buying the John Deere ones and running, and running over. Yeah, they're like, running they over. Still spent the money on yeah, it. Yeah, Trax tractor running over the case. Yeah, it's always been funny to me the idea of like, oh, I'm gonna give them my money. And then destroy it like, and not get anything out of it. Like when there was the anti-Carhartt thing and people were cutting the Carhartt logo or yeah. burning their Carharts. I'm like, oh, no. The company's so worried that you've already given them your money. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, one, $1 from each sale. So I don't know if that's the case. Each case was donated to Farm Rescue. So that was... And it, it did say they'd max out at 100000 Dollars to guarantee go. they maxed out. So uh, yeah, I'm pretty yeah, I don't sure think they that had any issues a... getting that number. Yeah, I did my part. <laughs> Thousand. I don't. I'm trying to think. That's a that's prime like beer beer buying time for yeah. me. Like right mm-hmm. there. Memorial Day weekend is usually pretty good. Fourth of July is in there too because it's July third. No, the release time was cool. Like right at planting. Like and, I. Yeah. That's that's prime time for your boy. So. One big Twitter thing going around was like they had showed cases of beer with it, and they said just don't call it a case because yeah of the sure. whole case IH versus so that was like that case IH didn't jump on the you know like grab a case so yeah it is he a shame that Joe Diffie passed away before he could have capitalized Ooh. on on his John Deere Green song with this with like it. they could have had a whole commercial with it yeah, yeah I mean he he, he really could have his his family got surgeons. royalties out of it. I'm sure because it was that was like one of the big TikTok sounds that went with it. Was, oh, I'm sure. Yeah. So I'm sure there was some somebody made some money on that deal. All right, number two, tornado hits Tilth World headquarters, episode oh. one thirty eight in June. That was a fun time. Yeah, that was a while. <laughs> it so was, just in, it was great in general. Fun, fun, <laughs> fun time. Running That's, my uh, house at a generator for, for four days. Five, yes. We lived in a hotel. Yeah. That was that was something. Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, you we get a, tornadoes every year in Wisconsin, it's I, and, nothing, that, and that's what this, nothing new. But but the craziest part was Tilth World headquarters was pretty much ground zero. Well, and the surrounding area. I mean, there yeah, were right. four or five communities right here that were all negatively affected for, but even prolonged. Period. And that was a widespread like there was tornadoes up north that hit a bunch of you know like it was yeah. all. Like that June fifth fifteenth date hit a big spread of area, and, and like Matt said, tornadoes hit places every year, and and once it hits home, you don't realize of how how so how yeah. I don't know if you guys like destructive storms are went out right away that night, but our power went out at home, and it wasn't bad at my house. I just didn't have power. Everybody went out that night. That was the problem. Oh, my God. Like, there was I, no power anymore. No, well, but, so I had a family emergency in the middle of the tornado I had to get to, yes, say, yeah. and I was trying to get there. Oh, my God, was that chaos. Like, it was... Un- I've never seen anything like it, and I hope I never see anything like it. It was the m- most, like, bizarre, like, people going every direction, trees, fire departments, like... Every road you turned on, you couldn't get through. Couldn't get down. It yep. took me it took me an hour and a half to get to freedom from here. 
Which is a 10-minute drive? Yeah. yeah. It's eight minutes from my house to my grandma's house. I know. I've timed it many times. It's eight minutes. If it's if things are going well, eight minutes. So, I mean, you can fly. And it took me an hour and a half. And I stopped here to pick up nails for a while because I literally eventually I gave up. I was like, I can't get through. I got to wait until somebody clears something open. And, yeah. Even just the cleanup efforts, a lot of farmers had to go through and just... I, I mean, there's, we're still cleaning up a lot of things. Yeah, there'll still be stuff you'll find in the next couple of years. Yeah, there's still plenty there. of plenty of barns. I mean, yes, plenty and of barns. Took a lot of barns. Yeah, but they're still waiting to put new trusses on and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, that was wild. Yeah, I, but the longest I ever remember going without power from any type of storm, regardless. I mean, we had a tornado hit our house when I was younger, and I don't think we lost power for more than that night or whatever if even that night i think we might have even still had power afterwards so yeah i mean it was widespread outages in the you know up to 96 hours of being out of power and yeah just how we still don't have power restored in seymour all the way i don't think it goes I, no, out every five we've days had, yeah 12 12 power outages since that right. too and so i'm like, just thankful seven. that it didn't go out during last week with the wind right and oh my cold. god that yeah. would have been bad I had my sufficient heater in the kitchen. I wasn't waiting. I thought for sure it was good. the way our power's been going out. I thought there's no way it stays through. This. So I had what? I had the ice fishing heater in the kitchen. I was already. What's rip. funny is right before that, it was getting gas. Like before that windstorm, the snowstorm, and there's a guy near me getting gas. I'm like, is that for your snowblower or generator? And he's yeah. like, both. He had like two big cans yeah. just being ready because yeah. Well, how many times do we see like pictures on the news of the line crews waiting to come like to a hurricane or whatever but they came our way oh, this time. it was like they actually came to us like oh right. boy out of all of that you know even thinking back it it's still sort of raw and you, you know we lost a lot of property you, you you just had a lot of damage and but that part of it was unreal like the watching the cavalry of trucks come in and by the hundreds of trucks and watching them line crews do that like they did a you know they they weren't rushing stuff. They were thinking smart. Like, and one of the guys said, he's like, the people around here are extremely nice. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? He's like, no, I've been to places where the first day they're very nice to us. They're happy we're here. The second day they don't have, and this is like after days of being out of power. So this would be like, say day five of no power. When we first show up, they're happy to see us. Day six, they're like, Hey, when's our power coming on? And by day seven, they're getting shot at, like, we want power now. Yeah. You know, and he said, this is, say, the later days while they were just kind of putting on. He said, everybody's still coming by thanking us. And, be, you know, and it was. It, Which it, is crazy because those are the people that are trying to help you. Well, right. Right. And, they're, and they're, there's very and they're, little patience for that type of thing, unfortunately, yeah. with and some people. And they're miles away from home living in an area with it, no the, power and right. trying to That fix one them. company was from New York, I know. Yeah. Like, yeah, a lot from Chicago came up, which, you know, we don't love people from Chicago, so it was very nice of them to come and do that. I don't know what you guys thought, but in my 26 years on this earth, that was the first tornado. And we've had other tornadoes hit, like, near my house and stuff, like my parents' house, I guess. That was the first one that, like, hurt. Like, yeah. really, like, I remember that, that night, like, you know, family crying and, like, being like, man, we got hammered. Like, yeah. we're in trouble. Yeah. That was the first one that I, and hopefully I never have another one, because that was, that was a stressful couple days. And as much as, like, barns were moved to fields and sheds were picked up and nobody got hurt. 
nobody got killed yeah, or yeah. hurt. Even and, it, and even in the cleanup, that, that is blows where, me away. I mean, there was times even in, when we were cleaning up the barn in the in mom and dad's house, where I'm like, somebody's gonna get hurt. Like we had to think this through, and we you did, know, we did it, lose just, a pair of steel toe boots in our cleanup. <laughs> my dad dropped the bucket of the tractor on my foot, so we, we did lose a pair of steel toe boots. But that was it. That was pretty minor in the grand scheme of things. Better in your foot. Yeah, I, it's it is true. It is just kind of a luck of the draw. Like I said, we had one when I was a kid. We lost our shed. All busted a lot of the windows out of the house. We wore shoes around the house for a very long sure. time because all the broken glass. glass. Like you try to clean it up, and you never get it, quite get it all. So I mean, it it takes a long time. Even once the power's back on, and you know, obviously, there's damage to be done. I mean, and and replaced, and it's still not all replaced, but. The other thing was, I don't, you guys, I didn't take, I wasn't, I didn't think anything was supposed to happen. Like, my mom called me and was like. Oh, no, they were, they, that was the they, one thing with they, this storm. They were, they said they it was going to storm, but I was sitting in my living room, like, looking out the window, what the news was on, and I was like, I don't know, it seems all right. And my what? mom called, and she's like, and I could hear it in the background where she was, it sounded like there was a freight train going on, and she's like, get in the basement now. Like Max is right, though, is there certain areas, like where I live, five minutes away from where it hit, we didn't, it didn't even get bad out. You know, like it, it got windy, but it was never where, where not far away you'd realize like people's homes were destroyed and bar- and how many barns were destroyed. And, when, yeah, it was. Like I said, my mom called and is screaming at me through the phone, uh, like go in the basement now. Yeah. I was like, all right, like it, whatever. And I walked downstairs. I mean, they don't always get it right, but this time they were warning they people. They were They were that, very, yeah. very yeah. much adamant that it was going to be bad. And and I was one of those. And because it, it's, sometimes they do and it doesn't, like, people ignore it. And well, that, especially how quick it came up. That's <laughs> why, I, what I'm shocked is that nobody did get hurt. If they, this storm was one of those where, like, I heard enough people, like, caught out in it. And there was no, I mean, usually you got, like, somewhat of a pre-warning where, like, it's going to get bad here real quick. And a lot of people said, by the time... They were getting to their basement. It was done already. You know, like, yeah, they they, war- it, they warned us that it was going to come, but like the, the, five minutes before it was here, it was sunny. Like it yes. wasn't. And even and, after that storm, remember the sun yeah. kind of came out because it was like six thirty. That was super eerie out because of the destruction. But it was it red. Happened. Yeah, remember how like, red, I remember how red, red it was. Being like, red. this is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, big story for the year. <laughs> yeah. All right, and number one. Time and quantity of rains made for a rocky start to corn chopping season. So this is a weird number one, but it was a weird like corn chopping. Same with like how planting kind of got weird is like corn chopping, like we were geared up to go. Same with corn, like grain harvest. It felt like it would be ready and we waited and waited and waited. And like corn chopping, it was like right as I had some ready dates right in early September, two inches of rain and you got to wait for two to three weeks to, to sort of chop. Yeah. And it was as, as it does here in Wisconsin. Yeah. We get that untimely rain that we didn't beat out for corn silage. And it, so, yeah, it just made a mess. And it was like rehydrating, like dehydrated fruit. Like it, like yeah. normally we get a rain and it's like, okay, it's wet. As long as the soil dries out, we can go. And this was like, it took the plant moisture up, you right. know, four or five points. It was yep. like, what, the heck and it was just hanging in the stock i remember like taking dry downs to see like where is this moisture and the cob was driving down like pretty much normal and the stock was just wetter than wet <laughs> this rain really stressed you out todd oh you this really was, like you, you, you were really afraid of like 
after I, it dropped, like the corn it's just gonna turned like, brown. I, no, I, the rest of us were pulling silage samples like normal, and you were. Like, oh, I pulled like <laughs> you were going crazy. Every I was basically chopping the fields staying near because I know. It was t- of how many I was taking because it was like this is gonna drop and the cliff's coming and we better go. And when do you go like? Hey, your farm actually on, sent a bill for silage costs. Yeah. Um, yeah, you have to give that. To I got I lost. I got to return back to them, dump it on their pile. <laughs> lost yield, Todd. Come on. <laughs> it, it was just the 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 weirdest dry down where you predict by tassel, and usually it is. It's pretty much spot on the forty five days, and you just go out and chop, and everything's fine. And I, the other tricky part is just how many guys have a custom chopping operation that they need to be at three farms at once. And so it was like, do you want to be the first farm? Or do you want to be the last? Or do you want to be the middle? And you don't and, want to be the neither? first one, and then you get in, and it's 72. Right. right. It's, too well it's like, dang it. I, I don't want them to leave because it's going to be their whole production to get them back, but it isn't ready. My my personal favorite is like when you work, like the custom operator, you work with them as a farm, and then you work with like two or three <laughs> of, of their, their farms, farms, and they all want you to say like the right thing so that it balances, and you you can't like there is no right answer it's all gonna be ready at the same time so they're just gonna have to figure it out you know and we had some of that that, well because all their corn was planted in three days and yeah it was it got interesting and you were right the the cliff did come there was a cliff it just was took longer to get here which was good you know like the the forecast I had, I'm like, we're gonna have a whole bunch chopped that's too dry. Had, and we, had we got an earlier frost, that would it could have been, have been bad. Probably and, a bad situation. True. But and it did. It seemed like the corn did it. It hung like it should. I mean, it it hung at seventy percent, and then it sort of did take a big drop. But guys were still able to get it off before it was. I mean, there was some fields we, in the fifties that hurt but we were in the we were in that middling stage of weather where it wasn't hot enough to like push the corn super fast and it wasn't cold enough to freeze it and dry it down it just kind of kind of just did its thing survived and that was about it you know nothing more nothing less and that probably helped it prolonged our chopping window by quite a bit yeah right but i'd even say corn grain and there's other reasons why some of that not necessarily just from drying down but a lot of corn grain out in the fields too late into the fall because elevators filled up. You know, that it was just a different season with that too. And um, so, yeah, it was kind of a made for deer hunting probably a little bit more interesting, Max. When you had I thought it was great. Standing, more corn standing. I thought it was great. Yeah, really from start to finish with a weird planting season, uh, kind of a hinky harvest season, we really, the, yield-wise, yield did was, a lot better than... I think a lot of people expected and super low expectations. Right, <laughs> it's like oh, we've had a lot of stresses, we've had weird weather, like it's gonna hit, kick us in the pants, and it, it didn't. And didn't so. right. that, what I had that was pretty nuts is that I was a guy I work with was combining, and across the road they were chopping corn, and we yeah. were combining dry corn. Like that's how like wonky it got there for parts of it that I guess you don't really plan on that very often. No, so yeah. All right, so there you go. There's our top ten stories for the year. So we ran down everything from planters to new chemicals and new seed technologies to tornadoes and weird weather all through the season. And hopefully, if you're sitting on your pile of bushlight cans, you can still enjoy a John Deere bushlight for a little while yet. Maybe they'll bring something out new next year. We'll see what happens. Uh, I'll give a review when they do. There you go, but. 
That'll do it for this week. Thanks for being here, guys. Thanks for having us, Matt. Hope you enjoyed. Happy New Year, and as always, happy farming.